Everybody put your hands together if you would this morning. <laughs> He's an old time God. Yes, he is. Whoa. said it may not come when you want him but he'll be there right on time let me tell you he's an old time god yes he is now this is real simple you say it with me he's an old time god yes he is the whoa 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 here we go whoa 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 he's an old time god yes he is how about old job now Job said he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Let me tell you, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Now, I love Bible stories. Check this out. You can ask the children of Israel trapped at the Red Sea by that mean old Pharaoh and his army. They had water all around them, and Pharaoh on their tracks. When out of nowhere, God stepped in, he made a highway just like that. Let me tell you, he's an old time God. Yes, he is. Here comes the whoa woes now. Oh, whoa, 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 he's an old time God. Yes, he is. How about old Job? You remember him? Job said he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Let me tell you, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Here's another story that I enjoy from the Bible. You can ask the 5,000 hungry souls he fed on the banks of the river. With two fish and five loaves of bread What a miracle He performed for the chosen few What he did back then he can do again Today for me and you Let me tell you he's an old time God Yes he is, whoa whoa with me now Whoa 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 he's an old time God Yes, he is. You know about Job. Here we go now. Job said he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Let me tell you, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Now, I'm going to say he's on time, and you say he's on time. 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 Oh, yes, he is. He's on time. He's on time. He's on time. Oh yes he is. He's on time. He's on time. He's on time. He's on time. Oh yes he is. He's on time. He's on time. He's on time. He's on time. I love that haircut. He's an old time God. Yes he is. Yeah, he 
Yes, this is my kind of crowd this morning. I can already tell. Amen. Thank you to Pastor Farrell and Pastor Andy for having me here this morning. This is going to be a very interactive program. That means that everybody gets involved or I've got a wireless mic and I'm coming out there to you by yourself. That's right. It's a lot easier to do it with the crowd than it is by yourself. And so I want to, on the count of three, get one more of those woos so that we all know what we're supposed to be doing this morning. Here we go. One, two, three. Amen. Now listen, I got a lot of bright lights where I can't see very well this morning, so I can't see you shaking your head. So the only way that I know that you're out there and you might agree with what I'm sharing with you this morning, I want to hear a woo. If you see your bulletin or your program that you have today, we're continuing on with something that Pastor Farrell has been talking about since uh, the last couple of three weeks, and that is word power. And our word power for today is joy. If there's a word that has any more power, I don't know what it is. In fact, if you'll look at the bottom of your program, about three lines, three or four or five lines up, you'll see the word sadness. And right under the word sadness is what? Wait a minute now. You could do better than that. You see what? Joy, that's what we're looking for this morning. I'm going to test you out here in just a moment. Before I do, though, let me tell you, I, everybody asks me, do you wear the red, white, and blue everywhere you go? And I do, from the white of my boots to the blue of my pants up to my red coat. I do that on behalf of our veterans and our active military. Let's give them a round of applause and a woo! That's right. I thought that would get it. In fact, I want to find out how many veterans and active military we have with us here today. If you'd raise your hand if you're a veteran or an active military, and everybody look around and see how many we got. Now let's hear it for them. Woo! Now I'm going to explain to Woo in just a minute, but before I do, we've got a verse that every time that I go anywhere across the country to speak, I always start off with this verse. And fellas, if you'll bring it up on the screen, it's from Psalm 118.24. Now most of us know it by heart, but if you don't know it, that's why we put it up on the screen. So on the count of three, I want everybody to say this with me together. Here we go. One, two, three. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad. Well, now, woo, woo. <laughs> now that didn't sound very rejoiceful. I tell, we've got, now remember our word is joy this morning, rejoice. Joy is mentioned in the Bible over 400 times. God wants us to be joyful. You know what some of you sounded like? Bring up my next slide here. How many of you remember a fellow that used to come on television, if they've got the slide, Droopy Dog. How many of you remember Droopy Dog? Let me hear a woo! That's what some of you sounded like doing that verse this morning. It was kind of like, Hello, all you happy people. I'm so glad to be here at church. Hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> How many of you would have, woo, know some Christians like that? Let me hear, woo. You walk into church on Sunday morning, you're feeling good. You say, hey, brother so-and-so, hey, sister so-and-so, how are you today? Well, let me tell you how I'm doing. And then they play the organ for you. They, that's right. They tell you about every organ they've ever had a problem with. You know what I'm talking about. So now we're going to go roll back to that verse one more time, the Psalm 118.24. And this time when you say it, I want you to really punch up that rejoice. And at the end of it, I want you to give me that woo that we know that you've got that joy not only deep down in your heart, but to share it with each person that's here with us today. Here we go. Count of three. One, two, 
three. This is the day the Lord has made. We will and be glad in it. Woo! I even heard some people woo right after rejoice. That was good. You felt it down in your heart, I could tell. Now, the next question that I get asked, why in the world do you woo so much? Well, i got to tell you, I practice what I preach. Everywhere that I go across the country, I tell people in eastern North Carolina, we've got a place known as Spivey's Corner, North Carolina. How many of you know what they do in Spivey's Corner, North Carolina? Let me, let me hear it. Woo! They have the National Hollering Contest. I don't know any more of a better way that you can show joy than to go up to somebody and go, Woo! Just like that. You'll scare them to death. You know, and I, as I said, I practice what I preach. I've got a little PT Cruiser sitting out in the parking lot there. And, you know, people always want to be able to read your license plate. And some of them are very difficult. Mine's real easy to figure out. It's W-O-O-O-O-O. That's right. Woo! Everywhere I go, I look in my rearview mirror, and people are looking at my license plate going, Woo! And, and if I pass them or they pass me, we woo at each other just like that. And you know what it does? It puts a smile on their face. Amen? Isn't that what we need more of today? We need more smiles on people's faces. In fact, if you'll bring up our next verse up here, this will show you what wooing's all about from Psalms 100, verse 1 and 2. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with what? Joy. That's what? I see it, yes, with joy. In fact, say that with me. Here we go. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with joy. Woo! That's what I want to hear this morning. That joy can be so infectious to everyone and everybody because as I mentioned to you a moment ago, joy is mentioned in the Bible over 400 times. God wants us to be happy. He wants us to be joyous. Now, there's a difference between just happiness and joy, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But he wants us to have that joy down in our heart, in that hole that there's a space for in our heart. He wants that joy to be there. And we can have that joy if we accept Christ as our personal Savior. I like to use joy as an acronym. The J, I hope if we've got some teachers here, I hope I said that right. That's where you take the J and the O and the Y, and you put a word or a line out from it. J stands for Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. O is only believing in Him will you be saved. And Y is you can have that eternal gift of eternal life if you accept Christ as your personal Savior. That's in one, one little word, joy. That's what joy is all about. And the reason we should be happy and excited to be here on earth, and I don't know of anywhere we should be more happy and more ready to woo than we should be in church. We should be happy to be here because in Revelation, now this is not one of our verses up here, but this is one I just thought of that I want to share with you. Revelations 21 verse 4 says that in the new Jerusalem, there'll be no more sorrow, no more tears, no more crying. All of those things will be passed away. And you know what I know those angels will be doing? They're going, woo, right now. All around heaven. They're excited. It's the most exciting place to be. Earth can be an exciting place for you if you put that joy down in your heart. 
Now, it wants to stay deep in your heart, but as that shallow Christian showed you a while ago, you want to spread that joy out. Now, let me tell you a little difference in happiness and joy. Sometimes people get those two things mixed up. I like to tell when I talk to young people, and older people can understand this too. How many of you would woo, know what a happy meal is at, at McDonald's? Let me hear woo. How many of y'all eat happy meals at McDonald's? Let me hear woo. Yeah. <laughs> They've had plenty of their happy meals, I'm going to tell you. Now, happiness is sort of like a happy meal at McDonald's. Around lunchtime, you get hungry. you got a hole in your belly that you're wanting to fill up. So you go to McDonald's, and you get your happy meal, and you fill that hole up. The only problem is, is that it come around maybe 5, 6 o'clock, especially 7 o'clock in the evening, that hole comes back. That hole for hunger comes back. You want a second happy meal. When you've got joy in your heart and in your life, it fills in that hole that Jesus has in your heart. J stands for Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. O, o is only through believing in Him can you have eternal life. And you, why, you can be saved when you accept Christ as your personal Savior. I know from what Pastor Andy said this morning, there have been some people here today that have accepted Christ as their personal Savior. Bring up our next slide, if you would, of our verse up here. And that is Proverbs 17, 22. Some of you have heard this before. In fact, many of you have. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. How many of you with a woo have ever heard laughter is the best medicine? Let me hear woo! Well, listen, they've known this for three or 4,000 years since this verse has been written. If you'll leave that verse up on the screen there so everybody can get it deep down in their soul and their heart, that a cheerful heart is like good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Let's take the first part first. A cheerful heart is good medicine. Doctors are figuring out these days that the more you laugh, the healthier you will be. In fact, if you take the word disease and split it right down the middle from the D-I-S to the E-A-S-E, you've got dis-ease. That's what happens inside our system so often. We have dis-ease within our hearts and within our system. In fact, doctors have said that 75% of those people who come into doctor's offices or hospitals that are anything from the common cold to something as serious as cancer has started with dis-ease within their system somewhere. We want to show people that we can have joy in our heart, no matter if we have some of that dis-ease to come within us. And we all get stressed out these days. How many of you with a woo ever get stressed out? Let me hear woo! And it happens to all of us. That goes with that second part of that verse. But a broken spirit saps a person's strength. I, I got to tell you, how many of you know, and I want you to be honest with me, with a woo, how many of you know some ill, cantankerous people? Let me hear a woo. <laughs> We're going to have revival right here in the middle row, right? Exactly, yeah. Now, let me ask it this way. How many of you have ever, uh, have, have ever worked with any ill, cantankerous people? Let me hear a woo. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you if that's going on right now or not, but if you just have in the past. Yeah, whoa, ow! <laughs> Last question. Now, fellas, be careful because you've got to go home today, all right? Be real careful with this last one. How many of you have ever lived with any ill, cantankerous people? Let me hear, whoa! <laughs> yeah, hallelujah! <laughs> we even went past the woo to hallelujah on that one. That's, 
I, I have to share this with you. I was uh, presenting a morning service at a church uh, not too long ago, and this had to be a young married couple because they were sitting on the second row, and the uh, man was just sitting there. In fact, let me, let me show you what I'm talking about so you can kind of get a picture. Fellas, stand up just a minute right here. Stand up where everybody can see you. There you go. Just, just right here. There you go. Turn around where they can see you. There, Over here with me. Over here. There you go. All right. Now, I'm going to be the woman, and you're going to be the man. All right? She, she was... She was sitting there the whole time, and she was stroking the back of his head. The whole time I was having the church service, she was stroking the back of his head, and he was grinning. I said, how many of you have ever lived with any ill, cantankerous people? That was that last question. All of a sudden, that hand that had been stroking his head went and struck his neck just like this. And all you heard was, ee! That was the end of it right there. Give him some applause and a woo for helping me there. I had to deal with an ill, cantankerous person recently. Uh, actually, it's been several months ago. I want you to know, and you can give a woo if you like on this, I have recently lost 20 pounds. That's my GQ look. <laughs> and I did that because of something that happened with an ill, cantankerous person. There was this lady that was sitting out, and I was giving a message one Sunday evening, and she was sitting out in the crowd, and she looked just like this. She had her face all in a scowl, didn't smile the whole time, looked like she was weaned on a dill pickle. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen folks that look like that sometimes. And I, I sang, and I, we did some fun things, and we just carried on, and I gave the message, and we talked about joy, and she still sitting there just like this. And I finally decided at the end of the service I was going to figure out what the problem was. So I stood at the back and I was shaking hands as people left and she started to walk out on me just like this. She looked like she had just got over a hookworm treatment. That's a yes. That's, if you work with animals, you know which end they work on for hookworms. That's a yes. That's right. So I... <laughs> Pastor Andy's going, well, that's the last time we'll have him here. I'll tell you that right now. I thought I'd get it out right to start with there. And so, so I was bound and determined I was going to shake this woman's hand and find out what the problem was. So as she went by, she was going right by me, and I, I grabbed her hand. I said, ma'am, did you enjoy the service tonight? It was all right. I said, well, I, I sang. Did you enjoy the music and the song? It was all right, too. I said, well, can you share with me? Is there a problem? She said, yeah, you're big. That's what I wanted to say. That's right. And I, I was in the church house. I had to agree with her. I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, I'd go as far as to say you're fat. Well, that, yes. Well, I decided right then and there, if she said one more thing, I was going to let her have it. But I was going to let her have it in the joy and love of Christ. I want you to know it. She looked at me. She said, you know, God said your body is a temple of the Lord. I said, yes, ma'am. And the Lord told me he was building a mega church. Right there it is. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so if any of you are on the kind of the stout side, as my mama would say, you're kind of stout looking, you can say you're building a mega church and you're adding on a building to the back. That's right. <laughs> Woo! Now, I tell you, that's a silly story, but, you know, Christians do get stressed out every now and then. I love to share what I call my stressed-out prayer. 
Some of you have heard this before, but it begs repeating. It says, Dear Lord, so far today I've done all right. I haven't gossiped, haven't lost my temper, haven't been greedy, grumpy, nasty, selfish, or even indulgent. And Lord, I'm very thankful for that. But in a few minutes, God, I'm going to have to get out of bed. Now think about that for just a second. Then I'm going to need a lot more help. How many of you ever feel that way? Woo! As long as you're in the bed, you're feeling all right. The minute you have to get up, that's when things start going downhill in a hurry, I'll tell you. Even Mother Teresa had this to say. She said, I know God won't give me anything I can't handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. Think about that. And this is Mother Teresa talking. By the way, she was asked once, what does someone need to be a Mother Teresa, to go out and help people like she did? She said, one, you've got to have the compassion and want to help people. Two, you've got to have joy in your heart. J stands for Jesus, is the way, the truth, and the life. O stands only believing in Him will you be saved. And Y is you can have that eternal life if you'll accept Christ as your personal Savior. This is the one I like the best. And if you've got a place in your program, you can write this down. I want you to write this one down. We don't, we're not going to write down the stressed out prayer because we don't want any stressed out folks when they leave here today. This is the one I want you to write down. If we could forget our troubles as easily as we forget our blessings, how different things would be. If we could forget our troubles as easily as we forget our blessings, how different things would be. Share with you very quickly a story of a young lady that was at a, uh, a program I was presenting one night, and she was sitting about two rows back, uh, probably in her mid-20s. And there's an old Irvin Berlin Christmas song that people don't hear very much anymore. And, and I was sharing the message about joy, and I, I shared a part of this song. When I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep. And I fall asleep counting my blessings. Well, as I sang that song, she mouthed the words right along with me. I was wondering how in the world she would even know the words to that song. But she came up to me after the, the program was over, and she said, Can I share a story with you? And I said, I would appreciate it if you did. She said, When I was in my early teens, my mom and dad were killed in a traffic accident. And you know what? The words of that song were the only thing that would get me to sleep at night. When I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep. And I fall asleep counting my blessings. If we could forget our troubles as easily as we forget our blessings, how different things would be. I want to thank you for letting me be here with you this morning. Have you enjoyed yourself? Have you had a good time? Woo! Before I go, I've got a poem that I want to share with you. And as I conclude this poem, there's this old song from uh, our hymnals way back when. Some of our young people don't even know what a hymnal is anymore, but that's an old, old song book. And this is an updated version of an old song. But when we think about our blessings and how we should count our blessings, and think about the joy that Jesus has put into our life, we need to think about the words of this poem. I've never made a fortune, and it's probably too late now, but I don't worry about that much. I'm happy anyhow. As I go along life's journey, I'm reaping better than I sowed. I'm drinking from my saucer. 
because my cup has overflowed. Ain't got a lot of riches. Sometimes the going gets rough. But I've got a kid that loves me, and that makes me rich enough. I just thank God for the blessings and the mercies he's bestowed. I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup has overflowed. I remember when things went wrong and my faith got a little thin. But then all at once the dark clouds broke and the old sun came through again. So Lord, help me not to gripe about the tough rows that I've hoed. I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup has overflowed. And if God gives me the strength and courage when the way gets steep and rough, I won't ask for other blessings. I'm already blessed enough. And may I never be too busy to help another bear their load. Then I'll keep drinking from my saucer because my cup has overflowed. John 14, 19 says, Because he lives, ye shall live also. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love. He'll and forgive. He bled and died. To buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove. My Savior lives Because He lives I can face tomorrow Because He lives All my fear is gone Because I know I know Christ holds the and life is worth living just because he lives and then one day I'll cross that river I'll find life's final war with pain and then his death gives way to victory. I'll see the lights of glory and I'll know he reigns. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Yes, life is worth the living just because he Thank you, brother. Let's give Mr. Freddie Pierce one more big round of applause.
can you not like Freddie? You know, I mean, he just, he smiles at you. And you just, man, I just love this guy. Let me go buy him a steak dinner, you know? So <laughs> he said he'll take anybody that's willing. So we are so glad that you have been here today. And it has been a joy, Brother Freddie, to have you with us as well. Thank you so much for the truth that you shared. And uh, one of the things that, that we know about joy uh, joy is not bound by our circumstances. Our happiness, now that's determined by what we're going through, the circumstances of life that we're in. But joy comes from the Lord. And that's why nobody can steal that, because God gave that to us, okay? So if you're not living and walking in that, you need to get, just as we talked about earlier in the service today, just draw near to God, get close to God. And he'll give you what you need. He'll change your perspective. He'll change the way you look at life. Would you stand with me? And we're going to pray together. And then you're going to be dismissed. God, thank you so much for this time that we've had together today, Lord. Thank you for uh, how Brother Freddie has come and just reminded us so much of, of what your word has to say about joy. And, and Lord, what your, what your heart is and what your passion is. And, and it is for us, God. And, and your plans are good. And your plans are to give us future and to give us a hope. And so, God, I pray that as we walk out of these doors today, that we will leave with hope, knowing, God, that if, as we trust you and as we walk with you, God, we can know that liberty. We can know that freedom. And we can know joy unspeakable and full of glory regardless of what our circumstances are. And if that's in line, then God, you can take care of everything else. Once again, it's word power. It's the power of that tongue. And uh, trusting what you teach us and trusting what you say to us. And again, if there's anyone here who has made a decision this morning uh, to follow you, God, we just ask you to give them the strength, to give them the help. And Lord, help us as their local church family, uh, just to partner with them and help them walk along this way of discipleship. We just give you all the glory and all the praise this morning for all the wonderful things you've done. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. God bless you. Mr. Freddie's gonna hang around. Please come up and speak to him today. Remember, if you're our guest, we have a gift for you in the back. And if you made a decision for Jesus this morning, there's a table over here on the right. Brother Matt Bartlett's there, and he'll help you out. Thank you.